Welcome to the One Love, One Faith podcast, where we use the love of Christ and faith in his word to navigate Christian living in the 21st century. Remember to follow us on all social media platforms at One Love underscore One Faith. Hey out there. Hello, everyone. I'm Camille. And I'm Arendia. And you're listening to the One Love, One Faith podcast. Yuri! Thanks for joining again. Hi, guys. I know y'all can hear the difference, because why? We together! <laughs> we is together! Yes, we're together again. You know, if you if you caught last episode, we did have to do some distance recording yes. because of Hurricane Ida. Yeah. But we're back. We are back. We are back. And let me tell you, we just had a lot of things to talk about. Come here. Why do we always, like, when we leave each other, like, mm-hmm. are not, like, awake, gone away? Like, mm-hmm. we spend, like, three, four hours talking. Just, like, talking. Yeah. I'm sure you guys have friends like that, you know? Where it's like, you just gotta catch up. Yeah. You got a lot to tell them. And... This happens everywhere. Every week we record, though. Every single... We don't have to go anywhere. Every week we record. We She's come like, here. Girl, I have something to tell you. Vice <laughs> <laughs> versa. Right. And it's like we haven't seen each other. And it's only been a week, a but week. we haven't seen each other in a week. So, we spoke know. on the phone, though. We text. We text. But that's not the same. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be hitting deep ring. It's different. Okay. So, you know, Let's today go. is between the verses. Yay, yay. Which is our favorite. Our favorite kind of yes, episode. We love these episodes. But before we tell you what the topic is, mm-hmm. we've got to go. Where? Down under. Which part? Oh, yeah, go. So we just wanted to say, Australia, we see you. We see you. We see you. You kind of late to the game, but you, you ain't playing. We see, we see you. What we see? We international, baby. <laughs> Guys, I don't know what to tell you, One Love Nation, but Australia came out of nowhere. Out of the blue. Okay? They were like, oh, yeah, we here. And then took number five. Ooh. Like, they just took to the go away from fifth. Canada. Who has been here, like, since they were? Right? Won. Canada, guys. Uh, Canada. I you hate just to give away your spotlight, day. I hate to break it to you, but Australia just came in like a powerhouse and said, nah, we take in fifth place. Yep. So... You might want to, you know, <laughs> share it some more, you know. But we see you, Australia. Thank you. Uh, you know, that's yeah. on my list of places I want to see, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I like Australia. I it's a country. It's a large country, but small continent. It's both. <laughs> but I really want to see it. But I've heard they have, I've heard that they have some creatures and some bugs. And, you know, yeah, I don't do I that. Do so that. I don't know. But I don't do that. I think I want to go. And I love their accent, but I won't try it. Because I'm going to butcher yeah. it. <laughs> I'm not even going to try it because we know how that is. But I love Australia, actually. I, I really do. Mm-hmm. I've never been there, but I've had, I've watched people mm-hmm. on YouTube who are Australians, and I like it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. We appreciate it. Thank we you. We appreciate the love and the support. Thank you for the downloads. Sh- no, don't forget. You cannot keep the word to yourself. Now you have to tell your friends to tell your friends to tell his friend to tell her friend <laughs> that, hey, there's something going on over here at the One Love Nation. Thanks, y'all. Okay, okay, okay. So the topic. Today we're going to talk about mm. the fall. The the fall from Greece? <laughs> Tyler, you can't take this one, actually. (laughs) We're talking about the fall, about creation story and Eve and Adam and Eve and and all of that, okay? So, as you know, Genesis, we're not really going to, we don't really have to leave the the first three chapters of Genesis. That's all we're talking about. And can we just say this? Mm -hmm. So, we're going to be talking about Eve, but it's not the typical episode that you think you're going to get. It's not the... Ooh, when I catch Eve, we're going to have, we're going to square up. It's not that one. No. We don't want to square up with Eve today. <laughs> but. I do want to talk to her. Yeah. Just a word. 
Yeah, but I'm going to talk to her when I go to heaven. Too. I do. Yeah, but today we're not going to pressure her too much. We're just trying to right. show y'all something. We're just looking at the story, yeah. reading between the verses. There we go. So you know Genesis chapter 1 is creation story. Yes. And then the chapter 2, we're talking about Sabbath and the creation of Adam and Eve. And then in chapter 3... I mean, we didn't last very long, you know. <laughs> Third chapter, we're talking about the, the fall. The first six verses. <laughs> we didn't even get to, like, the middle. You know what I mean? Like, this is what in. Hey. We don't know how much time passed, but chapter three is the fall, okay? <laughs> so if you're, if you're interested in following along, Genesis 1, 2, and 3. And if you've never read the story, then please, please, please go um, make sure that you're familiar with the order of creation story and the fall yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's about us and that's why we have to go and read it it's yep. really about us yeah yeah yeah. okay so to like like we said we talk about creation stories so yep. today's episode we're going back we're going back to the beginning where it all started uh-huh. we get to see god being this artistic genius where mm-hmm. he's just like yo stars water everything <laughs> right. right yeah living creatures and then that's where we came in, mm-hmm. where we have the creation parents. Or what we say, how would I say that? Almost like the fairy god parents. I don't know. I don't know. Them. Like yeah, they're they're the they're the god parents of the earth, right? Right. Um, we're going back to that. We're going to see the first fall sermon. We're going to see the first prosperity gospel, <laughs> right? We're right? going to see the ultimate deception. Yes. And we shall. Be diving in. Is he ready, Frank? I'm ready. We ready. Okay. Right. So we're kind of zoning in on, you know, on the fall. And it starts with a tree. Right. right? And it's just a tree. Mm -hmm. God created the tree of life. And he created the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Mm -hmm. So he created these trees from the ground. And then he put man into this garden that he made. And he makes a rule. Right. Right. So in Genesis chapter two, verses 16 and 17, it says, and the Lord God commanded the man saying of every tree of the garden, thou mayest freely eat Mm -hmm. 17, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou, thou shalt not eat of it for in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. I want to say this Mm -hmm. because I want, I don't want people to get it twisted. It's not the tree that makes it significant. Right. It was the fact of obedience. And I feel like exactly. sometimes we, we, we miss that. Mm-hmm. It's not whatever tree, because, you know, everybody keeps saying it's an apple. I don't see where that is in the Bible. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> right? It's just what, our, what we can relate to. <laughs> right. We're not going to talk about that. However, you know, I don't want you to be thinking about, oh, well, God gave him this thing and it was a tree. It was actually just 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 the the command or the rule yeah the obedience he wanted to see how obedient they will be and of course it's god he knows already yeah but the choice is still there yes and we get to see how we relate to this story more than we actually think mm-hmm. <laughs> okay we come in for all of us even <laughs> ourselves right we are because it's always about us right mm-hmm. okay so the first thing that i kind of want to point towards um and this is another reason why it won't be the typical bash on eve type it of won't be. story <laughs> but what i hope that when you're reading this you notice that the rule about the tree of the knowledge of good and evil god was speaking to adam who adam who the man okay okay the head <laughs> say no more he was talking to adam and this is very clear because eve is not even created yet okay she wasn't she wasn't. He made man and he put him in the garden and mm-hmm. then he gave him the rule. Mm-hmm. And Eve is nowhere to be found yet. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so I'm pointing this out because um, it's very clear that when Adam participated in the fall, he sinned and Eve was deceived. And before Absolutely. the One Love Nation comes Absolutely. for me, I have proof, okay? Let's go. I have proof in the manual. The manual? Okay? Let's go. So 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 14 Absolutely. says, And Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived was in the transgression. Okay? Right. Then Romans 5, verse 12, Wherefore, as by one 
man, mm-hmm. not woman, by one man, sin entered into the world and death by sin. And so death passed upon all men for that all have sinned. Now, y'all remember how y'all remember how women get ignored in the Bible, right? Right. Keep that same energy, yo. Please. Keep, Keep that, that same, same energy. energy. Don't call our names. Don't mention our <laughs> names. Don't do nothing. Keep that same energy. Keep that same energy, y'all, please. Okay, Eve is not mentioned here. It says a man. Sin did not enter the world through a woman, okay? It said a man. I just wanted to say that. Because, you know, we often salty about the whole woman thing, so. Yeah, everybody want to blame Eve. Right. Hey, look, Mike. Gotta, Y'all hey. gotta be consistent. You can't be ignoring women, not giving them names in the Bible and, and everything. And then all of a sudden you won't give them names. Now Come you wanna on, say, no? oh, Eve is responsible. <laughs> nah. As by one man, sin entered into the world. Okay, we're being a little facetious, but anyway. You but get what I'm saying. Though. But right, saying. it's right there. <laughs> we're not joking. Right. We're serious. We just, you know, we're a little bit hyper, so sticking it down. Right, we're taking it down. But as you can see, God's Go word says. <laughs> God's word said that Adam was not deceived. The woman was Adam sinned. I just wanted to point that out, okay? So Adam gets put into the garden, right? And he starts working and naming all the animals, and God is looking at everything. And he's like, wait a second, he needs help. Yeah. And he was like, I could do better. So he made Eve. He said, I mean, I know I could. Because, you know, there's always a rough draft before the final copy. I'm just joking. God does not make anything rough. That's just a little joke. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But God did see that it wasn't good for for Adam to be alone. It wasn't good for man to be alone. So he took he just took his rib. He was like, let me snatch that right quick. Right. And I'm gonna fix the problem. Right. Here's Eve. Here's a woman. And he made Here's her a partner as, for you. Right. A exactly. helper. Right. Now I was looking at um uh we not we, we probably have to just discuss that another time. We're talking mm-hmm. about like the the Hebrew word for helper and how it means equal and not below. Right. And people were looking at the significance of like taking a rib instead of like, you know, a toenail or whatever it is. Right. Being at the side. Right. Being at the side, being face to face and not necessarily below. Um and I think that's we have to remember that too when we are dealing with relationship, God the relationships, right? Yeah. So it's funny because I have this, I have this, um, I wanted to do this question. We probably need to talk about it. Like, is it necessary? Like, would you say if for a woman who says, oh, we don't, we don't need a man. Mm-hmm. Like, do you believe in that statement? But that's not for this episode. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. There is some relationship stuff in here. Yeah. Yeah. When you're talking about Adam and Eve, that yeah. we can definitely yeah, yeah. jump from. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Um, so, yeah, so we talked about, you know, um, he saw that man was not good to be alone and he created or he made Eve, yes. right, from the, from his rib. Yes. Right. So let's talk about that part, about not being alone. So when we hear this this part or this phrase or not being alone, especially mm-hmm. when we read the scripture, mm-hmm. we oftentimes look at it as like just relationship, you know, like, oh, man shall not be alone. But we oftentimes just look at relationships. Mm-hmm. But two, it could also mean life in general, right? When you put certain times when you isolate yourself, sometimes that is when the enemy attacks the most, yeah, right? True. He comes and he was like, yo, I'm going to tell you this right now. You don't look good. You ugly. And I can tell you this because <laughs> I've seen so many times my clients will isolate themselves and they will pull away. Mm-hmm. And that's the time they tell me, oh, Miss O, when I tell you I have these thoughts and these thoughts and these thoughts and... I don't want to talk about them. I don't feel like there's anybody I could talk to. And so okay. they are left with to battle their thoughts mm-hmm. and just know the enemy is like, oh, that's how you feel about yourself? I bet. <laughs> I'm going in for the kill. Right. Right? So we have to remember sometimes that it's not... Sometimes it is, of course, peaceful to be by yourself, but don't let it be something where you're always wanting to be by yourself. Because, you know, like we said, we are a brother's keeper and you need to find somebody in your corner who is going to not only help you, but mm-hmm. to hold you accountable for certain things that we mm. do. I like that. Right. Yeah. It's not good for us to be alone. We need yeah. each other. Yeah. The enemy cannot infiltrate your thoughts when you have people around you that's going to reassure you and remind you. Because sometimes, no matter how much you know the Bible, there are times when we're like, Yo, I am just tired. Mm-hmm. And 
when you have godly friendships, when you have godly relationships, you know, a little pep talk is can be good. Yes. You know, and reassurance. So definitely, definitely. I agree. Absolutely. All right. So, you know, as we said, we're going to focus on, unfortunately, the fall. And so we got to get to chapter three. Right. Okay. So we have the serpent here, Mm. right? And Satan has, is inhabiting, inhabiting the serpent. Okay. And we have Eve and the serpent having a conversation. Uh Okay. Uh Okay. So Uh that's what we're... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what we're going to dive into. And we do know that it's a very popular statement that um, that Eve shouldn't have been separated. She should she should have been with her mate. She should have been with her partner because it's not good for her to be alone. Right. <laughs> so there's another extension of that. So she kind of wandered. I mean, right. Okay. Yeah. We I've heard that. that. I've heard that application before, you know, that right. she kind true, of true, like. True wandered away and if you are a part of that camp where you believe that you know she wandered away yeah then you know okay well adam why was your wife and and you know too we could look at it like we could also look at it like yo we in the same place we just not in the same room you know how husbands would be like <laughs> i want you here i just want to watch football right right like i want you home but but over there right so i feel like he probably could have been like, you know, like maybe the, cause remember, remember how the Bible described the serpent. Yeah. It said he was crafty or some one version said he was cunning. He was yes. the most cunning beast of the field. Right. Right. So we have to remember that description too. He probably was like, Psst, yo, yo, Eve, come here, dog. Let me talk to you. Let me holly, let me holly you real quick. Right. Nah, 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 you have to, Adam, just come here. Just real quick. Not even going, not, not even going to take long. You know, yeah, yeah, he, I feel yeah. like he was just like so smooth. That he's man was sneaky. a lyricist. He's sneaking. So he's I don't, definitely he, he, she, he probably, he probably lured her off. Yeah. No one knows. Yeah. Hey, but Eve girl, <laughs> we're not going to bash you, but we, you should just stick with your husband. <laughs> if, if we're going to talk about that later. <laughs> okay. So at the beginning of chapter three, you see that the, that the serpent is asking Eve, you know, right. Have, hath God said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Okay. So I want, I wanted to put a pin here because when God gave the rule, right, he said, of every tree of the garden, thou mayest freely eat. And that sounds just so, you know, like. It's very plain. It's like, it's like, it's not something that is going to like, it's not coming from like a conviction place or like a, like a, like a stern command. It's not it's restrictive just like, hey, right off the bat. Hey. Everything you could eat. He's he's pointing out the positives first. Exactly. I like that. Exactly. He's saying, hey, every tree, you can freely eat of it, but this one tree don't. You know? Right. Like, it's, to me, it's a framework of freedom. And then Satan comes in and he's like, did he say you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Like, he gave you restrictions on what you can eat. Yeah. And I think it's part of human nature for us to focus on what we cannot do, right? Fox. So... Shout out to my daddy because we were talking about this story. And one of the things he and I talked about was like, you know, it's just human nature. It's like when you talk about, um, hey, whatever you do, don't touch this button. Now what are you going to do? I'm touching that button. Right. Now you're I like, am. and all I can think about is what the button does. Exactly. <laughs> and, what, and why I can't touch it. So it's human nature. Yeah. But if you notice, I mean, it's kind of Camille here. I don't really have any, you know, proof. But for me, I see like God presenting freedom and so if we compare and contrast that i think we have to pay attention to the fact that god's rules say we're free and then satan comes in and he's like ye shout not and with those three words you're like you're painting a completely different framework if you will you know than the one that god set up right and i think that's why we have this battle sometimes between good and evil and god and satan and our perception because satan wants us to focus to on that. the negative and the restrictions. And he wants to to ensnare us, like, you know, to capture us. Mm-hmm. But God wants us to be free. Yep. I look at it like this. Like, it's almost like God is saying, okay, this is, you can you can do everything. Mm-hmm. Just everything. Right. Know, live your life. But just, I'm, I'm, I'm asking you not to do this. Right. And Satan is like, but well, wait, how is you free though? Like, <laughs> if you're free, why, why, why can't you do this? Right. So now you're like questioning well, well that makes sense though 
Like, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's what Eve did. I feel like she got to a place where she's like, wait, but for real, like, why would, if I'm free for real, why, why am I restricted from this though? Right. Right. Like, like why? And it shows like human nature, like in just in general, like you could be at home mm-hmm. and you, you go like, say for instance, you're at home, mm-hmm. you go to your, like your father has his house, right? Yeah. You see this one door, it's always locked and you're wondering why is that door always locked and why can i like yeah and your father said don't go into that door right but you're like you gonna know. dig up <laughs> down you're going in the attic everywhere to find that key to get into that door right you don't know what's behind there but you're curious curiosity do what to the cat <laughs> i'm dead i'm dead <laughs> he's dead like antipolid <laughs> yep I don't know. I don't know what that is, but I think, I think when Satan kind of created that framework, it was set up, it, it, he wanted us to fail because he's like, ah, look what you can't do. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how many beautiful, wonderful trees are here? And you're focusing on the one that you mustn't, you know, Mm -hmm. you mustn't. I, I feel that. You see that with Christianity too. Mm-hmm. You see when somebody chooses that they want to follow God, they're like, "But you're gonna give up your fun to do that?" Like, right? Yes. That's 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 very restrictive, though. Like, why would you give up partying to even like follow right. follow God? Like, why? And it shows you mm-hmm. that the, that fun is like to them is so limited because I've had that same I've had that same question. Um, asked yeah like but you do you want to have fun like what is fun because i'm telling you i love to go on excursions and i have a blast Mm -hmm. i have a blast i've probably had more fun being a christian than when i before (laughs) i i I, I, I became a christian so i I want to show you how the enemy can come in and try to make something that was made to like out, not even out of God simply just made a simple calm little statement you know mm-hmm. like but he was like ah, ah no he didn't he blew it out of proportion yes. and we have to be careful because that's how he does God says I love you and he says he loves you but like why you broke though <laughs> he like, loves you but he won't let you eat that tree yeah come on now why he giving you rules though? And God is giving you rules because he wants your love. He's giving and, and wants to see your obedience. He's giving you rules to protect you. But Satan says, nah, he really loved you. Nah, he, he wouldn't be restricting you. you like that. Mm-hmm. So he came and he changed the framework and the perspective, I think, that Eve had. And because because he did that, mm-hmm. now Eve now starts to even question, like, okay. Like I feel like you see certain things coming out, right? Right. Could it be a lack of understanding? Could it be a lack of faith? Could it be? I have some comments about that part too. I do. But first, let's talk about how I want to touch on how she answered the question. And then 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 I have some things to say about about her response. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when, when Eve answers this question, I think it's really interesting that she says, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And I don't know, maybe there's nothing really there, I'm not sure. But for me, I think it's funny because technically when you go back to the rules that God gave Adam, he doesn't say... He didn't say nothing but don't touch. He didn't say you couldn't touch it. Technically, he's not recorded as saying that. But for me, I like the energy though. Like, I like, like maybe Adam presented it to her that way or maybe she was like, yo... I ain't even going to touch that tree. Right. Because we can't eat of it. So don't worry. I'm not going to touch it. I'm okay with her associating don't eat, don't touch, because stay away from the temptation Mm -hmm. of it, right? But yet and still, where is Eve standing right now? At the tree. At the tree. So if this, (laughs) if she's thinking, oh, we can't eat it, let's not even touch it. Why is she at the tree? Why are you at the tree? Why are we looking, like, why are we standing by it? Why you dare? (laughs) <laughs> I think that's really funny. But before we say, hey, Eve, what you doing, girl? We do the same exact thing. Hey. That hey. should have sounded to you like you were talking about yourself, too. Mm-hmm. Right? Because we get so curious and so entranced by the things we shouldn't do and by sin and 
that we go stand by it and we convince ourselves no 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 no, i'm not really gonna do it i just want to be by it or i i just want to look at it i'm just gonna smell it but i'm not gonna eat it you know what i'm saying i'm not gonna participate right i didn't i'm not gonna do it i was just thinking about it i'm not gonna do it exactly but then you do it and we talked about this so many times before flirting Flirting with with the the line line. okay Mm. so just don't flirt with it because here she is having a perfectly good understanding of what the rule is but then she went to go look at it but for what I think when I see the 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 touching part of it, it could mm. it could mean a lot of different things, yeah. and it could be like I like I like your concept of like hey, it could be that maybe this is how she saw it. She's like, in order for me to remember how important this rule is, mm-hmm. I shouldn't touch it. Right, right. Not even gonna buy it. Not even gonna buy it. Mm-hmm. Or it could mean that yo, you are altering something that God had already made perfect. Right, exactly. Right, you could you are alt- you are you are now saying. That's true. Now, because I, I, I feel, I feel like Satan already knew what the Lord had already said. Of course, right? Yeah, he was there. He probably was in the garden, just lurking around, right? <laughs> and I feel like mm-hmm. him hearing her say, "Oh, shouldn't touch it." He was like, "Aha!" She right. changed it. No, I do, I do like that. There is a spiritual lesson there too, as far as God's words, God's word goes. We do not need to add to it or change it, right? Right. And so, yeah, I, I get that mm. application too. Maybe she saw it as like this expectation like this is maybe she was maybe yo i feel like she was probably like pressured too like maybe she was thinking about it so hard because remember like it's it's your desire right yeah. you are you you she naturally has curiosity right. about she's it curious because she can't she's right. not supposed to so eat she's it. like i can't touch it i can't touch it i shouldn't touch it <laughs> i should not you feel me and i feel like th- Maybe there was a pressure there. Maybe there right. was an expectation there. And she's like, yo, I need to make sure I have self-restraint right. to make sure I don't break this rule. Yeah. And I look at it like that. But I also feel like, did you lack the understanding of the importance of not necessarily the mm-hmm. action, but the, the 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 form of obedience that God is required? Exactly. You were so caught up once again in what you can't do that you couldn't see the bigger picture that... Of protection or that God was just saying, hey, if you love me, I know that you'll listen to what I say and you'll mm-hmm. obey me in this regard. It reminds me of like us too, uh-huh. like us as God's creatures and right. creation, mm-hmm. right? We read the word. We know what we're supposed to do. Yes. But we still ain't do it. We still do the opposite mm-hmm. of what we're supposed to do. Like we say, we are we are no better than Eve. We mm-hmm. really aren't. Now, I, was, I mean, hey, maybe it could be that her action made us the way we are. <laughs> but at the same time, we're still here. We right? have the same nature. We and make the same choices. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the Bible is here. All of these events are here for a reason. The Bible tells us there's nothing new under the sun. Nope. Absolutely nothing. So these events are to teach us. You see them recurring, maybe in different forms, but they constantly reoccur in our lives. And mm-hmm. hey, do not flirt with that line. And sometimes we feel, this is us. Oh, wait, but I mean, like, as long as I don't go fully over, I can just tip my toe in it. Like, mm-hmm. I could just tip my toe in the water. Like, right. it's not, it's not like, it's I won't not go bad. too far. I can always turn back. It's but cool. it's actually worse. Mm-hmm. It's actually worse because... It's up here. It's it's in your thought already. Mm-hmm. The Bible tells you that you you have already sinned through your thoughts. True, right? So you you thinking, oh, I mean, I'm not gonna do all like all of the day. I'm just gonna do a little, little, little some some do some some. You already you already there, sis. You already deceiving there, bro. ourselves. We already succumbed to the you already temptation. Yeah. So we have to be careful. Yes. Right. So um, now <laughs> to your part to, to verse four, okay? Mm-hmm. And the serpent said unto the woman. Ye shall not surely die. Which is the first false sermon. Exactly. That was the first lie. Or is it a lie? The first false sermon or the first false statement. Mm-hmm. Because really and truly, I feel like when we when we associate dying, mm-hmm. it's more of like a physical death. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, you're going to die. Okay, cool. Boom. I'm buried. Right. But... We could be dead in so many different ways, mm-hmm. spiritually. Um, I feel like that's what he was talking about. And I feel like Eve, she wasn't thinking. Mm-hmm. She was like, 
he was like, you ain't gonna die. And she was like, for real, I ain't gonna die. And that right there, friend, I gotta tell you, that is so offensive to me. Like, this part is one of the hardest parts of the story mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel frustrated. I feel sad because if I am living in the garden and I'm fellowshipping with God, you know, the, you know, the Bible says, you know, God comes, his voice walks in the garden with them and he yeah. visits them and everything. Mm-hmm. If I'm fellowshipping oh, with God, I'm in tune with him. I'm enjoying myself in the garden. You're not going to come to me and talk about my maker, talking about he a liar. You right. know? Like, no, no, no. Because ultimately, that. that's what he's saying. That is what he is saying what here. Saying. We lie. see that that Satan is questioning God's very identity and character. He's mm-hmm. saying, but did God really tell you this, though? Inherent in him asking the question is an implication that God does not have our best interest at heart. Right. That he would somehow misrepresent um, himself or rep- misrepresent something to us and that he would lie. And Eve, even entertaining yeah. this conversation with the serpent yeah. to me and then even going to eat the fruit is like saying, yes, God lied to me. I don't believe what God said. And yeah. if the only other option, if God is a liar, is that Satan is the truth speaker. Ooh. And that is so painful to Ooh, me. Girl. Like that... That is so offensive to me. You know right, what I'm saying? That one. But then it hit me, of course, as I'm having this like conflict with Eve while I'm reading the story. I'm like, girl, you, you gonna, gonna let the same him thing. Girl, you gonna let him talk about your about your maker like that? You just gonna pick him over your maker? And then I was like, whoops. <laughs> um, girl, you might wanna slow your roll. I was you like, might wanna chill. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> because most of our temptations start with, you know. Well, is it really like that? Or can can did God really say I couldn't do it like this? Yeah. You know, and I think we try to say, how can I wiggle this in and still yeah. be okay? Absolutely. And it's all rooted in the fact that we don't believe God when he makes guidelines. We don't believe in the consequences of sin. We don't believe in his perfect character. You know, I think yeah. it all comes back to that same thing. And if I can feel so offended about what Eve did in that moment, I need to be offended by myself too yeah. and watch myself when I constantly pick what's not good for me and question what God wants for me and what he's commanded me to do. So that part for me was so offensive until I, I mean, it is still offensive, yeah. but it was so offensive. And then I was like, Lord, I don't want to do that to you. Yeah. Like in my life and my daily choices, I don't want to offend you like this. I, I, I don't want to, I can't. I don't yeah. want to be like that. I feel that. When you, when you talk about that, I could, you know, you have like this one friend, like you have these friends or you have a friend, right? Mm-hmm. And you mad loyal to your friends. Yeah. Like you mad loyal. Yeah. There's nothing that no one can come to you and say that's going to be like, nah, he fake or nah, she fake. I can tell you this. No one can come to me and be like, yo, let me tell you this. Like Camille, bro, like she mad fake. I'm going to turn up on you. Like you can't <laughs> tell me nothing about nobody that I care about. I don't care. Like, right. I'm going to turn up on you. Right, We likewise. should have the same energy for God. Likewise, if someone comes to me and says that you did, I'm like, I'm like, I, I know her character. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Because mm. you probably fibbing on one part of that because that's not my friend. Exactly. And that's what you would have expected, you know, Eve to be like, excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> God lied? No, don't we say that. Have. Exactly. I'm walking away from this conversation. He did not lie to me. Right. But unfortunately. But no, she, she, she had the conversation. Yeah, she's I, one of them people you would be like so what did you say when stuff was being said it was because of that human nature you know like he he just appealed to that curiosity, curiosity. and mm-hmm. then she started second guessing and questioning and like yeah I do want to know Right. <laughs> I do want to know what will happen yeah I'm probably not going to die right <laughs> right and I think that <sighs> I look at it right and mm-hmm. I was like <laughs> He, he, when he appealed to our curiosity, yeah, he was like, no, no, like, did God really tell you that? Like, but did he tell you that? Like, if you had known, though, the power behind the action he told you not to do, like, would you still have done it? Because I feel like he wasn't upfront with it. I feel like that's how he was actually presenting it to her. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, but you agreed to not do this, but did you understand Why? what could have happened? Why he told you not right? to do Like, yo, you could be mad powerful like God. Like, did you see what he created? Like, bro, he tricked you. Right. He really tricked you because you didn't even know what you could have done. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I feel like that's how he presented it. And she's like, oh, 
I, I know you lying. Hold up. He did, probably did trick me, though. Right. And it was also that unfortunate, I don't know if it's human nature or something else. I don't know. But that, that desire to, like, be all-knowing or to be like God, be more powerful than yeah. we are, to be the yeah. maker in the situation when we are the created being. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. That serves the maker, you know? But but look at it, though. Which is the very thing that That's caused the, Satan's exactly. fall. Exactly. And here he is, like, was feeding that yeah. desire in mankind as well. Exactly. It's the reason why he fell, and he's using it against mankind. Absolutely. And he tells us that all the time. And when we do the things that God tells us not to do, we are ultimately saying, I am the ruler over my life, mm. which actually takes which actually takes the position of God in our lives. Exactly. Whenever we choose to not obey God, we're actually saying we are God's over our lives. Exactly. And we can't be doing that. Exactly. And that's what happened to Eve in that moment. She said, oh, I can take control of this. I don't have to listen to God. Right. Hey, and indirectly, Eve, I mean, you didn't say that, but that's what you said. Right. And that was what was so painful for me. Yeah. But as you mentioned, though, there are some false sermons and, and lies here. So I wanted to make sure we pointed them out. Yes. So, um, so obviously, the first one is that God is a liar, you know, mm. that and also and and as a result that God won't make you pay for the consequences of consequences of your sin. Right. You that are he absolutely- told you not to do something and that the penalty was death, but he didn't really mean it. You are actually facing the consequences of your own actions, sir. You should not be out here doing that. But like we said, yeah. he's a deceiver of the brethren. He's a deceiver. And then the second lie that he told was that disobeying would kind of make her a god, would make her like God, would would deify her basically, and that and that she would have the same the same power, which we already mentioned is is Satan's problem in the first place. It's why he's a fallen angel. It's why he took a third of God's angels with him. And so he just wants us to fall into the same trap. I, I You know what, friend? I mm-hmm. actually have a problem with the second lie, right? Yeah. The one that 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 said that, hey, she diso- she, she was disobedient and she wanted to, to be a deity or she wanted to deify herself, mm-hmm. right? Right. And I had a problem with that just because it has the enemy has a way of making you feel as if what God created is not enough, right? Exactly. Because at what point did she feel like, oh, the the regular woman that was taken out of a man's rib is not enough. Like, I need to be like God. Like, I, I want to be the creator of something. Like, I want to be worshipped by something. Mm-hmm. At what point did that become a goal? Because yeah. that, that has never crossed her mind until the enemy came in. Yeah. We have to be careful, man. That that little snake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We give, you can't give him, you no. can't give him an inch, okay? No room, Can't man. give him an inch. Yeah. So unfortunately, you know, um, in verse six, it says, yes. and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. Right. And the first thing I noticed there was just, I mean, it's so painful <laughs> to read that because it's the fall itself. Mm-hmm. They're disobeying God. But also, look at, like, it's There's... good for food. It's pleasant to the eyes. Hello, so are all of the other trees. <laughs> Every single other tree. I promise you, you were surviving before you before you actually could have. All of the other trees, but that little piece about the knowledge of good and evil yeah. is, is what they're succumbing to. Everything else became not enough for yes. her. You see, you can see how many things that jumped out of this. One of the things that jumped out um, um, to me was mm-hmm. a tree to be desired, right? Mm-hmm. And I looked at First James fifteen or fourteen to fifteen, right? Mm-hmm. And it says that, but every man is tempted, but he is drawn away to his own lust and enticed. Then, when the lust is conceived, it brings forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, brings forth death. Mm-hmm. And you can see that that yeah. hey, you might not have died physically, but you actually died. Yeah. You could have inherited so much more that God had for you, but instead you chose not to. Mm-hmm. Then we looked at First John two sixteen, right? Where it says, "For all for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eye and the pride of life, not is not of the Father, but of the world." Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. So when we when we when we allow the enemy to um have our eyes drawn to things that are not of God, 
we in we in turn dig ourselves in deeper holes we in turn allow ourselves to be more open to be tempted by these things let me just say this one more time too okay this girl yes it says it says that the tree is to be desired to make you wise again yes you see that she's not in she's not she's not satisfied with what god has given her mm-hmm. she now says yo the knowledge i have i probably could use some more like god didn't give me enough you can see that right here. Right. Um, and you can see that she is not comfortable with God's creation. Mm-hmm. That is hard. That's a hard pill to swallow because God said it was good. Like whatever he made, he said it was, it was good. good. He was yep. pleased with his mm-hmm. creation. Yep. And we were made in his image. So you're now saying, God, you ain't even good enough for me either. Yeah. I'm made in your image. You ain't even good enough for me either. Because mm-hmm. I'm not satisfied with what you created. No, that's powerful. Right. If we're made in his image, right. What are you really saying? Yeah. I'm just saying Eve. <sighs> so, um, we're going to talk about something. Let's go. Real quick. Because um, there are two different opinions here. Okay. Not only just between Arinthia and myself, mm-hmm. but also in the larger community, you'll, you'll find people who believe um, one or the other as okay. well. So for me, was Adam with Eve for this conversation with the serpent? I don't believe so. Mm-hmm. Um, if we read between the verses, I feel like it's clear to see that that the serpent is talking to Eve and then she's talking to him. And then maybe... You know, Adam, I believe Adam was elsewhere and I believe that Eve had separated herself, went to the tree and then had this conversation. And either Adam presented himself after the conversation with the serpent Mm -hmm. and she handed the fruit to him or that she went in in search to seek him and give him the fruit. Um, So because I don't. I don't think that Adam was there for that conversation. I cannot, my mind cannot allow that to be true because I cannot believe that that man was standing there and was present for that conversation and didn't say anything and also wasn't mentioned like in the words of the Bible, in the Bible. It doesn't say that the serpent was speaking to them, it says to Eve. So I could see that. Yeah. I am on the other side where I feel like he was there. Um, but I could see why, be, just because even with Camille as a person, mm-hmm. she is an English person. Like she, she loves to pick out English and the context grammar. and the grammar, yeah. which is also important when we're studying the Bible because right. the Bible we, we are taught that it's 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 you know context, history, and grammar. Yes. You cannot necessarily separate them. You have to make sure that you are everything coincides. Right. 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 My only thing is. When we're talking about English, mm-hmm. or we're talking about grammar, it, it, it changes. Mm-hmm. The dynamic of everything has changed. So it could be that, oh, you're saying you see you, mm-hmm. but what if that's not, what's, what's not, what if that's not what they were, like, on? What is that, that, that wasn't the same rule that we are subscribed to now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I could see that, but I feel like he was there. Because there's nowhere, there's nowhere in the scripture that says he wasn't. Yeah. Right? And yeah. there's nowhere in the scripture that says he approached her or she went back to him. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he could have been there. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he could have. Now, I look at it and we're going to see how maybe Adam had forfeited his headly duty at that point. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um. I feel I feel like he could have because in 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 verse six, right? The last sentence in verse six says she also gave her husband with her. Well, this was this is new the new living translation. Okay, so the King James says, um, and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and mm-hmm. that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her. And did he, and he did eat. So okay. I know you're talking about unto her husband with her. Okay, which right. which is not necessarily a for us. It's not necessarily a structured sentence. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But he it did say he was with her. Right. Right. Of course. Yes. And yes. that's and that's the exact spot that that people in in the camp of he was there for the conversation. That's what they that's, use too. They I get say that. 
oh, gave unto her husband with her. Like he was with her. And to me, I think it means consuming with her, like to consume the fruit with her. Or yeah, he was with her in the moment that she gave him the fruit. But we, it doesn't say that she went to find him. It doesn't mm. say she didn't go to find him. So I know it's two interpretations. And it's it good is. for it to happen on this because you guys can see that. We don't always agree with. We don't always agree. Something. <laughs> you know, and there are certain parts of um, the Bible where there are two different camps. And th- we're reading between the verses yeah. already. So it's just, it's, you know, it's what you bring to it and what I bring to it. Yeah. And sometimes we, we won't always agree. And I think that sometimes it's also good for people to see it from a different perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, like you could see sometimes where I could see where Camille got her uh, interpretation from. Um, is it right? But I also can't argue with you because it doesn't say that Eve went in search of Adam. It doesn't explicitly say that. Right. So So. we could understand how we came to that conclusion. Right. Right. However, we still stick by our points. Yes. (laughs) We still stand by our points because I refuse to believe that the head of the household, I cannot, I I, I feel like I refuse to believe that Adam stood there and was (laughs) like, oh, serpent. Oh, and looking at Adam, then looking at the serpent and then interject and say, oh no, that's a lie. I feel like, no, honey, let's go. I feel like that's what's killing you right there. I feel like that's a big part of it. (laughs) That's what, I feel like that's why she's like, that's a big part of it. You could not in your right mind, see your wife, first of all, talking to a snake. But I thought about this, right? I because would more easily believe that Adam that Adam joined her mm-hmm. at some point during the 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 storyline mm-hmm. and not but not while the serpent was speaking mm-hmm. before I believed that he was there for that conversation. I remember studying um I was doing a Bible not really a Bible study like a, a you know a weekly reading mm-hmm. from the Sabbath school lesson, yeah. right? And I remember talking I remember um LNG White um highlighting the fact that remember mm-hmm. that Adam is familiar with the serpent mm-hmm. because he, first the serpent was created by God, right? Adam named the serpent. So mm-hmm. there might be a familiar familiarity, mm-hmm. familiarity. Mm-hmm. They said we pronounce every single syllable. We probably do. Anyways, <laughs> yes. there might be a sense of maybe familiarity mm-hmm. that's there between Adam and the serpent and maybe even the woman as well mm-hmm. right because it is a beast that they are accustomed to they know right they're uh, they're all there in the same part mm-hmm. i personally wouldn't be talking to no snake but hey <laughs> that's that's above me that's above me now but yeah, I could guys see. you'll have to read and study yeah and see which one you know which what one... camp are you on let's see let's see. yeah <laughs> what camp are you on are you on camille's camp or are you on my camp Oh, goodness. But whichever, whichever one you feel that it is, there's no, for, for this one, there's no right or wrong. Um, it's not something that it, salvation is hinged on. It's not, really. Um, this right. one is At just, the end of the day, we know that Eve presented the fruit right. to Adam. We know he ate as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I often hear some people say that, um, that, um, <laughs> that in that moment, Adam knew fully. And, and, you know, there is scriptural saying that, you know, he sinned. But I've heard people say that um, Adam did so, like he ate the fruit. He did so fully knowing that it was wrong, but not wanting to lose Eve, not wanting to be separated from her. In that moment, choosing to say, I don't know how to live without you. I enjoy you so much. I'm picking you over, over what I know is right. I don't trust God to make another one of you if I lose you, you know. So there's that element too. I've heard that. That's sad. That's sad. I've heard that. Because now you're doubting, you're doubting God and his abilities to provide. He knew the law though, right? So here comes the woman with the fruit and he's like, that's the fruit we're not supposed to eat, babe. <laughs> and, and, and in that moment, he made a choice. Yeah, he I'm going to her. eat it with you. He, she, he chose Instead of standing on what I know, God looked at me and said hey not this tree if god could put you asleep and take out a rib and create a woman Mm -hmm. why why couldn't he do it again of course of course like you know so i feel like i feel like adam there too i feel like that was the thing that really broke god's heart i feel like that ultimately was the ultimate sin because i feel like if eve had just done it by herself it wouldn't have been 
as severe as what it is now, right? And we, mm-hmm. we, we saw that. We saw that where, like you said, the command was given to Adam. Yeah. That's who, that's who got the rule. Mm-hmm. He, she, he got the rule. Mm-hmm. Imra was always saying, I've, I've said this before, that sometimes God gives you a vision and you can't necessarily say it to everyone else. Yeah. And you can't necessarily expect everyone else to understand what God has told you. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. He was fully aware of the consequences of it. Mm-hmm. But he said, girl, I'm choosing my boo thing over everything. <laughs> Bunny and Clyde, right or die. And that's Aww. what y'all did. That's not sweet. Sorry. <clears throat> okay. It's not. Oh, so sad. So we know, we have to kind of um, wrap up the story. But I had a couple more points I wanted us to realize yeah. that the story is really, really and truly about. Right? But I wanted to make sure that everyone knows that um okay so we know that we are that um adam and eve were put out of the garden Mm -hmm. um that they were given skin to wear you know animal skin to wear and that they could no longer reside in the garden of eden um but i wanted to make sure it's very clear that them being banished right um it seems it's such a sad moment and it also seems like a punishment but what it really is is a consequence of the sin and it's also protection because God couldn't allow them to continue to eat from the tree of life and perpetuate their sinful nature. Remember, there's two trees. Right. One they couldn't eat of, tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and also the tree of life. But they couldn't consume of the tree of life in their current sinful state. Right. And so in order to have the plan of redemption and to save us, he had to put them out of the garden so that they didn't have access right. to the tree of life. So I wanted to make sure that that, that was very clear about the story his vanishing them and you know us to this life was an act of mercy so that we could eventually be saved from sin right and Mm -hmm. not continue in the same position in the same exactly and i wanted to kind of highlight something before we jump into like Mm -hmm. your final point Mm -hmm. i want to show you how what when sin comes in how we respond to it yes right so we saw that when God created Adam and when he created Eve, mm-hmm. when he spoke, how he spoke about Eve in the beginning was not the same way he spoke about her <laughs> at the end. Right. Okay. So when God created her and he, and he, um, presented her, presented her to him, mm-hmm. that boy went into some Shakespeare mode, bones of my bones and flesh of my flesh. I will now leave my father and my mother and cling to my wife. Why? He was doing all of that, right? Why that accent? But watch. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Camille, I think you have a point where you said that when God came, he asked for he asked for Adam. Mm-hmm. He didn't ask for Eve. Mm-hmm. He, he, he really didn't ask her. He asked, yo, Adam, where you at? Right. Right? He already knew what took place. Mm-hmm. Adam, where you at? Right? Adam... Now tells him, yo, I ain't going to tell you no lie. I know you already know something. I'm just going to come out there and say it. I'm going to confess. Mm-hmm. I ate the fruit. Right? God is like, yo, what did you do? Like, why, why would you eat it? I told you not to do it. Right. This is this is where the change of events starts. Yeah. That man said. It's in verse 12. <laughs> verse 12. Mm-hmm. Right? That man said, the woman whom you have given, the woman who you have given to me she have given me the what she gave me of the tree and i ate so now it is not bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh it is now the woman you gave me is this here thing that you gave me <laughs> this, this this little girl that you done gave me she is the she is, first of all that is you so are the one sad because like in that comment he's like saying it's the woman's fault and and your fault my tie you, reminds you that you gave her to me exactly okay okay exactly. <laughs> which is just like who are you talking to you forgot who you was talking to adam right <laughs> so now you are you are now once again yeah you have now forbidden your role as the head because now you're like okay here's the thing even though you told me like i'm not responsible for that she gave me Right. Right. As the head, you should have accepted the responsibility. Right. And then move on. Right. But instead, you chose to blame your wife. Right. The it woman, was a whole blame game going on. And you chose to blame God. Right. And then she blamed. Her. Yeah. It yeah. Was a whole Nobody blame game. was doing themselves accountable. <laughs> she blamed. Oh, God, it wasn't me. It was a serpent. You mm-hmm. created the serpent anyways. So now it's a whole. 
Blame me, blame God. Right. Right. Yeah. And so we have to be careful that when we are, when we have, when we have find ourselves in a situation where we need to hold ourselves accountable. Yeah. We have to do that. Yes. Last week, mm-hmm. we left and we went to um, Florida. And I'm talking, I'm telling on myself. I'm telling on myself because this is actually, this actually happened to me. And I had mm-hmm. to share it with someone. Um, we were in Florida. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, people are very impatient. Yeah, let's just say that. So we were at the light and this guy wanted me to drive out. Right. And I could have. But I was conscious that the road was wet and I didn't want my car to slip. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to try to make this. I'm just going to wait until this set of traffic pass. But he was so impatient. He was just honking me, honking me, honking me. And I was like, what is wrong with you? The road is wet. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. So we finally get a chance to, 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 to veer off into the main. And when I veered off, he made a gesture to me. Mm-hmm. And my response was, uh-uh. I cussed him out. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, you didn't. Right. Cussed him out. On my way, I, I, I went back to the house mm-hmm. and I was having a shower. Mm-hmm. And in my thoughts, I was like, I am not proud of that. Yeah. I am not proud of the way I responded. Mm-hmm. And it really and truly, I really had to legit in the shower pray. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, that was not even a representation of who you are. It's not. Mm. How am I going to say you are in me and that came out of me? Mm. I allowed the flesh to consume or allow my feelings Mm -hmm. to dictate how, when and how, when and how, when I choose to behave Mm Christ-like. And I don't want that. Yeah. Because I don't want there to be, you know, a case where people have to question, oh, am I on the fence or is it that? Is she really for Christ or is she just part-time? Is she full-time or part-time? <laughs> right. We have to we have to see those events and those situations and be like, yo, I, nah, for real. I, I, I'm not proud of that. Yeah. That's definitely not what Christ would do. Mm-hmm. That's definitely not a, represent, not a representation of who he is. Yes. Yeah. So I thought about that while I, I looked at all three of them just doing the whole blame game situation. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, accountability has to happen, man. Yeah. It has to. <laughs> yeah, he really did switch up right there. He did. He was like, first of all, I don't feel like being ahead today. It's her fault. Mm-mm. You can't just relinquish that role. Okay, friend, we really have to wrap up. Okay. But um, three things, right? Three mm-hmm. takeaways, okay? So, first of all, you, you already addressed this in the beginning, um, but... One of the questions that you may have after reading this story is, why did the tree have to be there? God is omnipotent. He is omnipresent. He right. is all, you know, all, all knowing, all powerful. He could have contained the knowledge of good and evil somewhere out of the reach of humankind. Right. But we know that this was a test. It was all about freedom of yep. choice because we know that that's the kind of God we serve. He doesn't want robotic love. He doesn't want robots. He wants us to choose him. Choose. And because Absolutely. we've chosen him and love him, we're going to obey him. So it was really just a test. Yeah. Obviously, we failed, um, but it was just a test. I want to go back to where um, God asks, you know, where he comes down. It says his voice walked. <laughs> I don't mm. know what that means, but his voice walked through the garden to find them. And he says, where are you? And I think that's really something that God is asking us today. And like, yeah. as, as we're here in this sinful world, he's talking to us and he's saying, where are you? Why can't I find you? You know, who told you you were naked? What has separated you from me? And yeah. he's just saying, like, where are you? Oh, because I, that. I I want you. Where are you? You know, and it's funny because people look at it like, yo, where are you in terms of location? But mm-hmm. that, I don't feel like that's... I feel like he felt the disconnect once they once exactly. they, they had eaten the food. Right. I feel like he felt it and he was like, nah... They, they right. Not, it wasn't here. just where are you in this garden. Yeah, he it was, knew exactly where they were. Oh no, it's happened, and yes. that's my last point too. Like God knew, as we know, um, God knew that mankind was gonna fail, and He still made us. Still, he still made, made us, us in His image, and 
I can't imagine like him no- knowing that that day was coming and then the day that he came to the garden knowing it had happened he's saying where are you but he knew this day was coming all yeah. along yeah. right and he had the plan for for he salvation did. but that is what this story is about it's about the fact that God created us because he wants us and he loves us and I'm not sure we really understand how deep that love is yeah you know i don't think we understand that friend because he lost a third of his angels when satan fell and he knows that he's gonna lose the majority of humankind and if we were god we would just say you know what <laughs> i ain't got time for this yeah ain't nobody got time for these people who consistently like destroy my character and pick this liar over me yeah. but he loves us so much that he created us knowing we would fall and he created us knowing that his only son would have to die. And he created us knowing he couldn't save all of us. Mm-hmm. But the ones that he could save mean so much to him yeah. that he's doing all of this. He did all of it just to be able to spend eternity with us. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was, you know, I mentioned I was so offended by Eve choosing to listen to Satan's lie. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, you know, God sits there time after time after time. And when in our lives when yeah. we call him a liar and we challenge his character and we pick satan over him and simply because he wants to save us he puts up with that and yeah. so i put myself in it and i was like hey god is up there thinking hey guys camilla's gonna get it wrong two million and whatever 83 times Please. right but that that wrong. two million eighty fourth time though she's gonna get it right and then yeah. i get to spend eternity with her yeah. and that just makes me feel like what a love you know, from the Savior. And that is what this story is about. I want us to see that we are love, um, we are loved, that we are Eve in the story and that God loves us. Yeah, I thought about that too. And you can see in even in verse 15 where it talks about because he knew we were going to sin, there was already a plan in place, right? He already talked about, you know, this the, 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 the woman that should bear the seed and he shall bruise your head, mm-hmm. right? And he was talking to the serpent there, but he was referring to Jesus. He right. was saying, yo, somebody's going to come here and you ain't going to like it. Mm-hmm. You, you ain't going to like it. You can see how, <laughs> you can see how God's grace continues. And he, you know, it's funny because I, I look at even the story of Moses when God was like so frustrated. He wanted to wipe out everybody. He was like, you know what? I'm going to wipe these people out. And Moses was like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> Right. You can see that and you can see you can see that he is really hurt. Mm-hmm. You can see his authentic feelings like, yo, it hurts God when we act a fool. Mm-hmm. It hurts him when we're disobedient. It hurts him when we constantly choose our desires and we choose to allow the enemy that we con- consciously consciously flirt with. We like, oh, no, I don't do it. (laughs) We over here (laughs) kicking with the enemy, not knowing that you have now allowed the enemy to be sovereign over your life. Mm -hmm. That is hurtful. Right. Because we are, we are made, Mm -hmm. understand this, that our purpose, we are made to worship. Mm -hmm. If we are not worshiping God, something else is getting our worship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You feel me? So we have to be mindful of when we are doing whatever it is that we're doing, who are we worshiping in this instant? Mm -hmm. Who is getting the glory in this instant? And will that person be proud? If you're worshiping the enemy, oh, he's going to be proud. Because he's like, yeah. Because he gets to take you away. Yeah, you get to, you know, he, he wants all the people to perish with him. Yep. So he does rejoice in that. But friend, even though you're saying that, you know, God hurts in those moments, I just feel the love is even greater than that. Because this all-powerful being who could, you know, even our parents are like, girl, I'll take you out if you disobey me again. Yeah, I brought you in this world. (laughs) Even our parents say that, but this God that created us is allowing his created being to walk all over him and disrespect him because he knows that I'm... I'm just trying to save you because I love you that much. I'm just going to sit here until you choose me because I love you that much. And I want to save you because one day I'm coming back and I want to take you with me so I can just yeah. be with you forever because yeah. I love you. And, he, and I really feel like, yo, you don't, I feel like he's like pleading to us most of the time. Like, you don't even know what I have prepared for he's you. He's pleading and saying, where like, are you? Know. The time is coming. Like, guys, I'm trying to not be like a Seventh-day Adventist <laughs> but But like look at the world around us right things are happening Matthew 24 gives us a whole 
synopsis of like mm. what you should expect. That's, that's, that's the ultimate eschatology right there. <laughs> you can see you can see crazy stuff happening all over the world. Natural yeah. disasters. You can call it climate change, whatever. Like uh, disease and pestilence, COVID-19. Things are happening. And wars. I feel like that's Jesus' voice calling out, where are you? Yeah. Where are you? Because I want to spend eternity with you, but you have to you have to choose me. I love you, but you have to choose me. Time is running out. Time so who out. knew? Like just three chapters in Genesis could be all about three all of this, okay? With only six six <laughs> verses. <laughs> right? Look like, out here, girl. So many so, so many things to think about. But ultimately, as we know, is the story for all of salvation. It's a love story. So yeah. that's what I want us to close out with, friend, just that we realize that every day we have the same choice that Eve had. Every yeah. single day, every yeah. single choice. And I want you to pray that we just we make the right yeah. we make the right choice in those moments and honor our God and, yeah. and not offend him by choosing the liar. Yeah. And deceiver. Mm-hmm. 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 You trifling. Anyways, <laughs> let's just not get our feelings. Let us pray, friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lord, we thank you. We thank you so much for the way you love us, the unconditional love that you have given us. And we thank you for reminding us that it's not because we love you first, but it's because you loved us first. You said many times in in Genesis that, hey, you are going to be our God and we're going to be your people, right? So you are our God first before we even consider you or we are your people. And so, Father God, we just thank you for just loving us so much and we are so sorry father for the times we have not chosen you we're so sorry for the times we have turned our backs on you we're so sorry for the times that we allow flesh to to manifest and to be sovereign over our lives father we ask that we are allowing you father to help us to make the decisions that we need we are asking that you help us to constantly choose you first that father god you will not be second you will not be third but you will be lord of our lives you are kings and kings of lord and lord of lords over our lives and so father god we pray that you help us to submit every single thing if we need to drink a glass of water help us to always come to you first help us to allow you to lead us to guide us to be our gps our our salvation gps father we need you we realize and we recognize that we cannot do this without you we cannot do this without you and we're sorry for every time we we have called you a liar indirectly we might not see it that way but indirectly we have said no, you're a liar because we have not done what the word has said. And so we ask that you forgive us. We ask that you will wrap us in your arms. We ask that you will feel your overwhelming love, your reckless love. And we ask, oh God, that you will never depart from us. I pray, oh God, that we will never feel separated from you. I pray, oh God, that you bring us, if we have left your side, I pray, oh God, that you will bring us closer and closer to you until we can feel your warm embrace. Lord, we love you and we thank you for loving us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, thank you for tuning in to another Between the Verses. We hope that these are inspiring you to get into the word. Yep. And you know um, where we'll be. Same time, same place next week. Next week. Peace. Peace. Love you. Bye. Hey, One Love Nation. Thanks for listening to the One Love, One Faith podcast. We love our listeners and hope you'll join us again next week. Please share the One Love, One Faith podcast. And always remember that each day is an opportunity to show his love and grow your faith.